That was my lesson that I handed him 10 minutes before service. And that's tough to do. So give him a hand. <clears throat> and the next thing that happened, I had some people uh, wonder how was I sick, uh, really sick, wondering, okay? Isaac told them all before the pastor was all right, amen? amen? And then Gwen told them the pastor was all right. And they said, well, she didn't talk. I said, well, she was sitting on the front row. You think her husband was sick? She'd be sitting on the front row. <laughs> but I know, I understand now that common sense is not very common anymore, all right? God is good. All the time, God is good. In a relationship, in a, I'll just use this way and make it more sense. In a relationship, let me, because some of y'all may not have a good one, all right? In, a, uh, in Sister Gwen and I's relationship, because I know about that one, okay? All right, you don't know where I'm going. Don't even try to think that. In our relationship, she's my wife. That's number one. She, she's, she's my wife, all right? But in that, there's a whole lot of other ingredients that she has other than a wife. We got that solved. And sometimes I don't need my wife. I need mother. And you know, my mother been gone. But she can mother me. You understand what I'm saying? And then sometimes I need a friend. She can be that friend. She's my wife. She can be a mother. She can be a friend. And sometimes I need a nurse. Huh? She's my nurse. Are y'all with me? Right? And then sometimes uh, uh, when I get a little out of control, she has a thing that she said, John, she calls me, and I need that. So in a relationship, a good, strong relationship, there's more to it. Sometimes, I'm her husband all the time, but sometimes she needs a father. I fulfill that as a father. And sometimes, you know, my beautiful wife needs an accountant. <laughs> and, yes, and I can be her accountant. Come on here, because I'm good at that. You see, so what I'm saying is, and, you know, and my wife doesn't like to drive, so sometimes I'm driving Miss Day. I mean, Gwen, Gwen. <laughs> so there's in a relationship, you see, and sometimes I need a cheerleader. I need a cheerleader and a motivator. And she's my cheerleader and my motivator because I need that. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And so that's what a relationship should be. It's more to it than just that first title. There's some ingredients that need to come along with that. Are y'all with me? You know, I needed, needed a savior. And I took Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior and repented of my sins and, and asked him to be the Lord of my life. 
So I needed a Savior, and when I needed a Savior, huh, I repented, and I took Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Are y'all with me? And, and, and so I, I, I'm done with that. So you ain't got to go back two or three times. Once you commit to him and he's your savior, then he's my savior. And if I would leave this earth, then I would be uh, 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 into the kingdom of eternity. But sometimes, you know, I need, after I needed a savior and got saved, you needed, I needed some other ingredients and some other personalities that the master had. There's over 200 names and titles of Jesus Christ found in the Bible. If you look in there, there's, there's all of those in there. And I'm going to talk about my personality because sometimes I need a little push and then sometimes I need a little snatching back in. And so today I want you to tell you this is one of the things that he is to me. He's my shepherd. I needed the shepherd. And I'm proud to be a sheep with him being my shepherd. Do you understand? I don't want to get out there and my own, lean not to my own understanding because I'll take the wrong path. You see, and then sometimes I'll stray from the flock and I need a shepherd to get me back into the flock. Are y'all with me? You see, and, and, and he told me this. He says, Johnny, I'm not only a shepherd, I'm the good shepherd. And a shepherd is one that will sacrifice his life. He is willing to ignore his own needs in order to meet the needs of his sheep. And Jesus Christ, was, he ignored his needs to help me with my needs. That's a good shepherd. And I need that in my life. I don't need just a shepherd. I need a good shepherd because a good shepherd will, will, will do everything he's possible to do to be able to give me what I need. Amen? Amen. The good shepherd was doing, he was doing okay. Jesus was at the right hand of the father. But then the father asked him to do something for me. He said, I need you to go down on the earth and be wrapped up in humanity and show the people, give your life, make a sacrifice of your life, right, to save them. So he had to step down from divinity and come down and be wrapped up in humanity and die and go to Calvary for my needs. He ignored his and helped me with mine. He's a good shepherd. He's a good shepherd. He says, I am the good shepherd and my sheep, meaning me. I know my sheep. He knows me. See, I need somebody to know me. And only, he knows me. You see? And I know them. And I know my sheep. And I like the way he breaks it down. He says, just as the Father knows me, I know, and I know the Father, I laid down my life for my sheep. Now, you can be with me if you want or be on your own. But he laid down his life for me. And if you're saved, he laid down his life for you. And he's the good shepherd. You see? And see, and the reason that uh, Jesus would use sheep, it's like, if you listen to Paul and some of Paul's writing, he uses, he loved athletics and uses sport. So we use things to, to help people to understand from their culture and the times that they're in. Yes. Yes. 
you see? And, and, and one of the things, one of my favorite stories about a good shepherd, and we can be a good shepherds, is there was a little shepherd boy, a little shepherd boy who took the responsibility of being over his flock. And this little shepherd boy was challenged one time. He went to fight a giant, and when he was going to fight the giant, they were making fun of him and marking him, you're just a little boy. And then he told him, but you don't know my commitment. He said, I've been committed as a shepherd to the sheep. One time the, a lion came to get the sheep, and I killed him because was, I was committed to the sheep. Then another time he says, a bear came to kill the sheep, but I killed the bear. And then he said, so I'm not as scared of any giant because I've been here before. And he said, and the same God that gave me the power to be the shepherd to take care of the flock is the same God that will give me the power to slay the giants in my life. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We know that was David. But they, the Old Testament, they read it. They knew that. So Jesus used that. You can read if you like, because I'm on fire today. You are. All right? Because, you know, Sam Cook's trying to take over up in here. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He says, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. He says, I got, listen to this very careful. He says, I got other sheep that are not of you. You Jews, he's talking to the Jewish people. He said, I got some other folk that are not Jewish that's going to come into the fold. That's us. That's Gentiles. He loved me enough, yes, to give me the same promise that God gave the Jewish people. Come on here. I must bring them also. But he said, I must bring Johnny Fields also. You can call your own name out why in the spirit. Said so I must bring them also because I want them to be my sheep. Okay? They too will listen to my voice. Yes, yes. And they will listen to the same voice mm -hmm. that was promised to those that came from the seed of Abraham. That's right. All right? And there shall be one flock and one shepherd. And be one flock and one shepherd. All this religious stuff, we need to kick all that stuff out the way. One flock, one shepherd. There ain't but one shepherd. It ain't but one flock. I like it. We use the word Christians, but everybody uses that too loosely. But Christians, I like that word believers. You see, I like that word sheep. Because I, me, I know me. I need a shepherd. I'm saved. If I die, I'm going to heaven. But in this life here, Pastor Fields needs a shepherd. Because he, he can get, you know, he can like them sheep. He can get the strewn and he might go to another path. See, I need a shepherd to keep his eye on me. Huh? Lead and guide me. Protect me. Are you with me? All right? So now let's go to Psalms 23. And this is, I got, look at all these different, I didn't know which one. <laughs> I got all these different versions. And I said, just read till I get tired. <laughs> Yes, so read till I get tired. In the first one, I'm going to We're going to start with Amplified. And I love this. The Lord is what? My shepherd. My shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I got a shepherd. Mm -hmm. Huh? To feed, to guide, and to shield me 
I shall not want. That's right. You can't be a Christian and be a child of God and God and Jesus Christ, your shepherd, and be in want. What are you talking about? You're trying to tell me that he doesn't have everything you need? I'm pleased. I was thinking about my life now because I can only what I can talk about. Do you know I don't want for anything? You know, I'm, I look at some, I'm, I'm so blessed because of the shepherd. You see? You see? Keep going. Here we go. He lets me lie down in green pastures. And, and you all, some of you have been in the city, you know, concrete people, but in the, in the, in, in the country, you see, <laughs> there are green pastures. You, you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, you, they don't, y'all know, don't be laughing. You know, you have no clue what a pasture looks like. You saw it on TV. But, but, but some of us know that the pasture, it's, it's a lot of fun. We little kids, we couldn't wait. I come from Kansas, so, you know, pastures are like from here to my house, right? And we'd get into pastures and run around in the pastures, and it was green, and everything was green. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And then some of us, there's a thing called creek, a creek. We call it the creek. That's, a, that's like you all call it, it's a pool, but it's not like a pool that you've all been in. And we'd go down there, and the pastor would go down and sit at the creek and watch the waters. Watch the waters. God does that for me. God does that for me. And he'll do that for you. He'll, go, go ahead, I don't get ahead of myself. Yep. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. When everything is going crazy and waters is doing this, God says, no, I want to lead you beside the waters. Can I do this? When the waters in your life are raging, God said, come with me. And he leads you in a quiet place. Sister Gwen and I were having dinner yesterday at one of my favorite places. And the waitress, for some reason, talked to us. And she just came out of blue and said, you know, I had to get help. So she said, counselor, she says, from social media. She said, because I listened to all of the junk and all of everybody's opinions. And this is what she said. And there's a ton of junk on social media. Everybody's got an opinion like that other thing we talk about. Everybody's got an opinion. And she said, and here's the word she used. She said, I had to get help and get reprogrammed because there was so much stuff. I don't do that because God won't let me get caught up in it. I love peace too much in my life. And God, he leads me away from all that for things that are quiet and still. Ain't no riffles in the water. It's just peaceful. That's what a good shepherd will do for you. Some of you sitting in here need to think about what I'm talking about. You got too much going on. Too much going on in your head. You need to calm your head down, get all that junk out of your head. That evil and mean and backbiting and undermining and all of that stuff. Calm it down. Calm down. All right? 
He refreshes and restores my soul, and, my and life. He does that, and I need that. I need sometimes, I don't know about you all, but sometimes I need to be refreshed and restored my soul and my life. That's right. And he does that for me. You ever get tired? God, he'll refresh that. He'll refresh your soul and your life. And he leads me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. I'm following him. I'm following Christ. I'm following the good shepherd. That's who I want to follow. I want to follow him. All right? Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death. And, and this ain't, he ain't talking about, you know, they read this at funerals. I don't know why they read it at funerals, because that person's gone. All right? <laughs> you see, I'm still walking. That's right. You, everybody got that. They put, oh, I want the Lord's. No, no, they passed that. They passed the 23rd Psalms. Now, some of the folks sitting in the church might need to hear it. But that brother or sister don't need to hear it. They passed all that. But see, sometimes we still are walking what? In the shadow of darkness. Sometimes we walk there. But he'll do what? I fear no evil, for you are with me. I don't feel no evil. You know what the shadow of death, darkness can be? Cancer. Diabetes. Other diseases. Your addiction. Yes. But he, he takes me down through that. You see? Oh, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. All right? Your rod to protect and your staff to guide. He's, I, I need him. I need his rod to protect me and his staff to guide. What a lot of people don't understand, there's a scripture that it says, uh, Spare the rod, lose the child. And folks that don't understand that think that that means to beat somebody. But there's a rod of wisdom. There's a rod of health. You all, I tell you all the time, you go to the doctor, look up there on that thing, you'll see a stick up there. Y'all call it a stick, but it's a rod of healing. When the children of Israel in trouble, between... Pharaoh and the sea. What did Moses use? A rod of the sea. You know what happened in my life? There's been times in my life where I was sitting dealing with my life and death or freedom. God used his wrath, he used his rod. It gave me the wisdom and the knowledge and a heart that wanted to submit to him. And he opened it up. So you can go through that. You can go through that. You can go through that. Say, take your time, Pastor. Take your time, Pastor. All right. Your rod and your staff, they comfort and console me. Sometimes it can't be a, just a stick, can it? but his rod comforts me. Sometimes I need comfort. And God's wrath, excuse me, rod comforts me. And what else does it do? Consoles. Sometimes I need to be consoled. Comforts me. Consoles me. You know, I hope somebody else is blessed in it. And God can use 
whom he chooses or what he chooses to be his rod. Because he's God. I'm glad that he gave me a rod to comfort me and to console me. Called wife. It can be called husband. It can be called friend. All right. I don't care if you say amen or not, you ought to. Verse 5, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And, and for you can, you know, when they're talking about you, your enemies are dealing with that. God prepares a place. You, they'll do all that talking, doing that. You can sit down and have lunch. You see, some people go, go to sit at a table, you know, because where their friends at. You know what you ought to do next time? You ought to got those jobs, people backbiting, talking about you. Go over and sit with them. And guess what? They'll think you crazy. You see, because why are you sitting over here with us? We don't like you. Because you don't bother me. You don't intimidate me. You see, I got a rod that protects me from your backbiting, your undermining, your gossip, your lying. You see? People think they got power over folks with their little, ooh, almost said the wrong thing, with their, with their little attitudes. Your attitude ain't bothering nobody but you because you can't bother a Christian. Y'all with me? Yes. Oh, start drinking from this cup. Keep, yes. keep going. I, I don't know why I'm at. Just tell me what's good. Tell me. You have, uh, verse 5 at the okay. end. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup overflows. He's anointed me, and, 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 and it's a great thing. And my life is so good, it overflows. Do you know what my prayer is for you all? You ought to get, this is really my prayer. I ask God to fill my cup so that it overflows, that I can allow the sheep that you've put me over to drink from it. You see, because I got what I want, mm -hmm. but I wanted to come to overflow it so I can give some of you all what you need. That's how it works. That's how it works. Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. And so surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell forever. Throughout all my days, in the house and in the presence of the Lord. Right. Tell cancer, you better go somewhere. Amen. <laughs> you, you ain't got no. You, I don't walk in the presence of fear. I walk in the presence of God. You see, when I walk in the presence of God, cancer fears. Diabetes fear. The little lying folks fear. Your enemies fear. Because I'm good. You good? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to be coming from the passion. The passion? Okay. Yahweh is my best friend and my shepherd. He, yeah. What a friend best we friend. have in Jesus. Yeah. Huh? 
He's my savior. We got that covered. But he's my friend and he's my shepherd. I love that. He's my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough because he won't let me go hungry. He won't let me get thirsty. Huh? You see? Are y'all with me? What a friend we have in Jesus. Y'all know that song. All our what? That's what I'm talking about. You're looking for people to give you something they can't give you. Look to Jesus. And when you look to Jesus, he'll give you so much to people that don't like you, you'll be giving something to them. Yeah, I love this lesson. No more doing this at the funerals. If you go to Christ Dipping Off, I'm not going to have you put that on now and read it. <laughs> All right. All right. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. He rest, you're looking for a resting place? Some people can't go to sleep at night. Rest in his love. You can just go to sleep. Yeah, I was sleeping so good this morning that I almost got up late. Felt good. Rested in his love. Knew I was going to wake up this morning because I went to sleep in his love. And I know if I went to sleep in his love, he'd wake me up in his love. And I would be rested. And the love that he has for me, I could give you the love about this message. Amen. You see? Amen. Walk around and talk, looking for somebody to love. Have you lost your mind? <laughs> looking for a best friend. You got a best friend. And you got somebody to love you. Everything else is dessert. Mm -hmm. All right. Come on here. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I, I lose myself all the time. I just get excited. <laughs> Sometimes I'm preaching to myself. I get so excited about it. Continue, Come on here. Continuing in verse 2. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. That's where I want to go. It's just peace. Peace. That's what I have in my house. What do you have in your house? Look at me, everybody. What do you have up here? What do you have in here? You know, people that are angry with other people, they're really angry with themselves. They're just too, they just don't have enough sense to know it. Because if you got peace, you want to give peace. You got anger, you want to give anger. But when you got peace, and listen to me for all the, if anybody's in here is angry with somebody, you ain't disturbing nobody's peace but yours because if you're angry with somebody that's a child of God, you can't disturb them no matter what you say about them. Amen. You see? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. That oasis of peace, that's where he restores and revives my life. He revives my life. There's some people in here that's been struggling in your life, probably most of them someplace in your life. He'll revive you restore and give you back your life. Sometimes you need to get crazy and tell whatever's disturbing you, huh? Loose here. Your demon, your little devil, loose here. You will not disturb my life. You see, I will let nothing disturb my peace. You didn't give it to me, and I'm not going to let you take it away from me. All right? He opens before me the right path and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. I want to just bring honor to God's name. Everything I do in my life, I want him to honor it. 
And when he honors it, Brother DJ, he blesses it. I live to honor him. Guess what? How I treat my wife honors him. How you raise your children honors him. Yes. You say you're a friend to somebody, honors him. The Bible says, love thy mother and thy father. That thy days may be long to earth. It means honor. You can't be a Christian and not honor the people around you. You honor them by showing them Jesus Christ in your life. You honor God when you when it all hell breaks loose in you like this. The folks look at you and say, what's wrong with you? I got peace. You see? Sometimes, and some people in here got sicknesses, and I know you're dealing with them, aren't they? You honor him by the way you handle it. You see, sometimes you need to ask God, what's your plan? What's your plan? I did. I asked him, what's your plan for me in my life? What's your plan? They telling me one thing over here. Y'all know the deal. But I want to know what's your plan for me. You see, they'll tell you, you ain't got so long to live. You can fall for that. But then you turn around and say, well, y'all doing the best y'all can, and I appreciate all you're doing for me. God, what's your plan? Right. All right? Every one of you need to ask him, what's your plan for my life? What's your plan? Thank you. What's your plan for my life? You see? Verse 4, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness. And you're going to have to go through some valleys. You're going to have to go through some dark times in your life. But fear will never conquer me. But fear will never conquer me. Because God did not put the spirit of fear in me. That's right. You see, some folks can't move because they're paralyzed. Because fear has got them paralyzed. But fear will never conquer me. Someone asked me, said, you okay? You know, I said, yeah, I'm 76 years old, and I'm on, uh, on downtime now. On. They got all nervous. Come on. You, you okay? Yeah, that means I'm old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't going to live forever. I'm not going to let fear conquer me. I'm living today. Yeah. Don't let fear paralyze you. God won't let fear conquer me. Go ahead with it. Then it says, your authority is my strength and my peace. God's authority is my strength and my peace. That's right. Where's your strength? Where's your, I'm asking y'all that. Where's your strength? It's in Christ. You didn't know that? That's why some of you are living crazy. <laughs> Ask me where mine is. It's in God. Period. You see? All right. And the comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'm, I'm, and the comfort of God's love takes away my fear. And I'll never be alone, for he is near. Amen. Give God a hand clap for that. Amen. And some of you are, are here, you need to really get this message, because you're going to go through something that, you know, you, you see, you don't, you're going to go through something. Put this in your heart. Put this in your heart. 
All right? You become my delicious feast even when my enemies dare to fight. So I chew and eat off the word of God and it becomes so delicious to me. When what? <laughs> when my enemies dare to fight. When my enemies da dare. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm feasting on God. And I'm getting that nourishment from the power of the Holy Ghost. You see, and so they scared of me. What does the devil do when you walk by? You see, I can only try to come one. I said, what, what was that flying? Oh, that was the devil. He saw me coming. Come on here. I'm getting you fired. I want y'all to get fired up. You see? Everybody's been excited about the Chiefs could win. They could lose. The Packers could win. They could lose. But I tell you one thing. Say what, Pastor? What, Pastor? I'll never lose. And you should never lose. You see? Because you already got the game whipped. You already got the victory in Jesus Christ. That's how we live over here. We live in victory over here at Christ Temple North. You Satan's a liar. And he's a father of lies, and he's a lying demon, and you got the power and authority to kick him out of your life. You understand? You see? And the reason you can't is because you got a shepherd. You see? Come on here. You're not getting lost. Uh, continuing in verse 5, you anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. I got the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my cup overflows. That's right. You see? You see, next time somebody get up in a Sunday morning and they say, where are you, where are you going? I say, I'm going to get a drink. <laughs> where are you going to get a drink? I'm going to get a drink at Christ Temple North, right? And I'm going to drink from the wisdom that the Holy Ghost has given the pastor that's speaking to me or whoever's speaking to me. And I'm going to drink from God's wisdom, God's knowledge, God's understanding, because I don't lean to my own understanding. But I drink from the cup that God has given me. You see? All right, so let's end with verse 6. So why would I fear the future? Why would I fear the future? What are you scared of? Why would I fear the future? I ain't afraid of the future. future. Mm -hmm. He's got a plan. That's right. You see? Only goodness and tender love pursue me all the days of my life. That's, a, that's, that's my life. Mm -hmm. Only goodness and tender love. Good Lord. It's in my life. And then afterwards? When my life is through, yes. I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. And when this life is over? I'm going to return to be with Jesus. Yes. You can't, I want to do another one because they can sit in here. They don't gain no start at 12 o'clock. All right. You All see? Right. Don't y'all want to hear some more of this good stuff? Yes. <laughs> Just pick one of them. It sounds pretty good. All right. I love this. You're Christ Temple North. You belong to Christ Temple North. We don't make excuses. It's no sir, yes sir, no excuse sir. That's how we live over here. Amen. Period. You see? Nothing. Look at me. You should fail at nothing that you put your hands to that God has called it that purpose to you. You see? Come on here. We're going to go with now, 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 see, see, y'all got a great quarterback over here. Mahomes may get sacked today. 
Aaron Rodgers may get sacked today. Pastor Fields won't get sacked today. Uh, I got an offensive line that don't need a whole bunch of folks. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That's all you need. You see? Are you with me? Are y'all with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Huh? I can do I don't know, all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Give God a hand clap today. All right. Yes. Yes. Satan, you are a liar. You will never again hinder my purpose that God has chosen me to do. Amen to that. Here we go. 